<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. I feel like uh, justice is, I don't know, it's warming up in the bullpen, stretching something. I feel like, uh, <laughs> right? I, a lot of stuff happening this week legally. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. It seems like, you know, the snowball is picking up both, uh, both size and steam, and we're heading in the right direction. A lot of bad stories for yeah. Trump and company in recent days. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that one. Obviously, uh, Trump and two of his adult children must give depositions in a long-running civil investigation of the family's business practices, a ruling that means they could face hours of uncomfortable questioning by investigators in the near future. Attorneys for Trump, uh, Trump Jr. and Ivanka, tried to get uh, uh, subpoenas for their testimony and related documents thrown out in a series of recent court filings, so the judge obviously ruled against that. Um, so the, please explain this to us once again. So now the lawyers for the Trump say they plan to appeal. So how long could this go on now before they actually have to sit for a deposition? It says within 21 days they have to sit for a deposition. Yeah, within, within 21 days. They're going to have a right to appeal to the appellate court in New York. Um, they're probably going to refuse to hear the case. So I think this is going to come to a head sooner rather than later. And I'll tell you, I, I recommend this eight-page ruling that the judge issued to everybody, just, just give it a read because there's some really ominous stuff in there. The most important line, I think, in the whole ruling is the judge said, I reviewed thousands of documents that were subpoenaed by Attorney General Tish James of the Trump Organization's financial shenanigans. And here is the quote after he read all those documents. He said, when a state attorney general commences an investigation and uncovers copious evidence of possible financial fraud, she has a clear right to question under oath the organization's namesake, Donald Trump. I mean, if that's not a tell, the judge is saying the evidence of here is here, copious evidence of financial fraud. Let's get it on. Well, you know, Tristan Snell, who I know you know was uh, in that office, uh, the prosecutor, he said Tish James didn't open the investigation into Trump's tax and financial fraud because of animus. She opened the investigation because Michael Cohen and Mary Trump and the New York Times all had substantial evidence of fraud. As we all always hear, documents don't lie. This isn't people or testimony, right? Yeah, and, and Tristan is right. And the judge in his order said, had A.G. James not opened an investigation, not subpoenaed Trump, Don Jr. and Ivanka, it would have been, quote, a dereliction of duty. So it's not just that she had the discretion to open this investigation. Based on the evidence he saw, 
The judge said it would have been a dereliction of duty not to go after Trump and company. Well, one more from Tristan I wanted to get your uh, reaction to. He said, fun fact, the New York AG is investigating Trump for fraud under executive law of 6312, which also provides that a fraudulent company may be dissolved and have its corporate charter canceled. Is that that's yes. that sounds significant to me. Well, remember what happened when Tish James went after Trump University? That's gone. The Trump Charitable Foundation, that's gone. The Trump Organization, yeah. Steph, after Mazars' accounting firm pulled out and said, the last 10 years of work we did for you, we will no longer stand by because you provided us garbage information. I added that last piece. That's the inference. Yeah. You know, the Trump Organization's days are numbered. There's no doubt about that. Right. You actually tweeted. So with Trump's accounting for Mazar, I don't know how you say it, Mazars? Mazars. Oh. Walking away from Trump org and declaring 10 years of their accounting work cannot be viewed as reliable, obviously because Trump and company, as you said, fed uh, Mazars false information. Trump organization tries to spin it as a complete exoneration and George Orwell blushes. I mean, they do that every time, right? The Mueller report, complete exoneration. I mean, right. It's just the fact. But what is what is Mazars culpability here? I mean, they oh. had to have known he was lying for 10 years. Are they just going, oh, just now a warning. We realize that he might be a crook. Yeah, this is Mazars getting on the train instead of getting run over by the train. They've right. clearly flipped on Trump. It's hard to say that we didn't know he was feeding us bogus information for 10 years. Listen, remember Enron? Remember when that blew up? The Arthur Anderson accounting firm, a storied accounting firm, it, it went belly up because of, of the the dealing it was doing with Enron. I mean, you feel I don't want to make accusations because I don't know what Mazars was up to. Yeah. But it feels like they were complicit and Mazars made the calculation. I'm going to flip. I'm going to cooperate. I'm going to mitigate the damage to my accounting firm and I'm going to give them whatever they want on Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, what is what is it you all say? You prosecutors, you have the right to remain silent. Fortunately for us, Donald Trump is too stupid. Um, <laughs> so Tish James yesterday pounced on Trump's defense of his company's financial statements, saying the five page statement Trump issued uh, a day earlier contradicted a court filing by his attorneys. I mean, this is she said it's not unusual for parties to a legal proceeding to disagree about the facts, but it's truly rare for a party to publicly disagree with statements submitted by their own attorneys in a signed pleading, let alone one day after the pleading was filed. So Trump's attorneys repeatedly stated he didn't know enough to respond to allegations of inaccurate valuations. But the former president's five page statement got into detail and possible discrepancies, implying that he had more knowledge than his lawyers said. And that's one of the many reasons, Steph, when push comes to shove and he has run out his appeals and he walks into the deposition room with Tish James lawyers, he will invoke his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. He can't testify because his every word is an admission, if not a confession. And here's the thing. If you can invoke your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination in a civil deposition, and that can never be used against you in a criminal trial, but it can be used against you in a civil fraud trial because the jury will be informed, hey, Donald Trump pled the fifth. You can use that. You can hold it against him. You can draw yeah. negative inferences about that. So it, it will hurt him on the civil front, but it can't be used against him on the criminal front. Right, 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 right. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. So, okay, talk to us about this hearing because it seems like there's... a not endless, but enough lawyers that will just throw their reputations in the garbage for Donald Trump. So who is this woman? I What is her? Alina Haba mm-hmm. is his lawyer. Uh, she asked a lawyer from uh, Tis James' office if they would go after Hillary Clinton in a hearing about whether Trump should be forced to sit for a deposition. She said, I want to know, Mr. Wallace, Ms. James, are you going to go after Hillary Clinton for what she's done to my client that she spied at Trump Tower in your state? Are you going to look into her business dealings? Of course, the judge... Stopped them, slapped them down, said the Clintons are not before me. Um, it, it stems from a, obviously, oh my God, how many times do we have to go through this? A misreading of court documents that even John Durham is distancing himself right. from now. Um, so, what? I, I mean, but I've never seen this in a court of law. These are Fox News talking points. and I haven't either. This is like, you know, Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingraham for President Trump as his lawyers. You know, it's funny because in my 30 years of prosecuting cases once, Steph, I had a lawyer hold up a news article and wanted to make an argument based on some media account. The judge said to that lawyer, put that down and don't ever pull anything like that in my courtroom again, because we actually have standards and rules of ethics that we're supposed to abide by. But, you know, listen, the judge in his ruling also called out Trump's lawyers saying that, you know, They were not unlike George Orwell. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Oh, and by the way, the judge said, and alternative facts, throwing a little bit of shade Kellyanne's way. So this judge was having none of it. Yeah, well, and also she tried to, like, claim he's a protected class because he's, a I don't know, Republican or (laughs) something. The judge wasn't having that either, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, his hairdo may be an endangered species, but beyond (laughs) that, I don't think he enjoys any legal protection. Yes. I was going to say, I, her, his lawyer, remember, she was the one yeah. who was the parking garage general right. counsel. So right. that might explain a little bit of her sure. skill set. Um, so uh, Hillary Clinton, like, I, I mean, sort of implied, well, I mean, at least that she could sue, that there is actual malice in all this reporting of this, you know, nonsense that even John Durham this morning and Alan Dershowitz, among others, and, and uh, who else? Hugh Hewitt mm-hmm. are starting to distance themselves <laughs> yeah. from this ridiculous non-bombshell. Um, do yeah. you, do you and, think- and, you know, people always ask, what can we do to stop the propaganda from Fox News and company? One thing we can do is to have somebody like Hillary Clinton bring a defamation suit and prove actual malice. Now, we know Sarah Palin tried it and she went down in flames because right. she couldn't even make her own case on the stand when she testified. But you know what? I am all for Hillary Clinton bringing a defamation suit and going after the propaganda outlets for actual malice. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't that be something after all these years? She just said enough, like enough. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, but to the rest of us, it's 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 uh, you know shows us that the net is tightening around Trump because you're like, really, the Chiron is Hillary twenty four seven at Fox News. This must be getting bad. I mean, and you obviously, as we talk about every week about DOJ, you just said you know we're frustrated the perceived lack of DOJ progress toward holding Trump and his criminal cabal accountable. Um, you did say I once worked covertly on a case for two years with a highly regarded Washington Post columnist said we were not pers- pursuing justice. So, yeah. you know, you have some sympathy from the prosecution side in terms of what we don't I, I know do. is happening. 
every day, Steph, we have to balance our frustration that Trump hasn't already been charged with patience because these things do take time. And I did a long video last night on my Justice Matters channel where for two years I was investigating somebody in the grand jury covertly while Colbert King, starry journalist for The Washington Post, columnist for whom I have great respect, kept on the mantra the, the victim's name in my case was Tia Mitchell, 16-year-old girl gunned down in an alley in the shadow of, of our nation's capital. And his mantra was no justice for Tia, no justice for Tia, no justice for Tia. And the inference was the Department of Justice, my office and me in particular, we were doing nothing to seek justice for Tia. Nothing could have been further from the truth. I was in the grand jury for years and I finally brought Tia's killer to justice. But I could never respond yeah. to the media outcry that we were doing nothing and there was no justice for Tia. There was. We just couldn't talk about it. Now, that's my little tiny corner of the world example for what's going on on the larger stage. Yeah. Well, you um, you also said this is an unprecedented series of crimes. That's why I think we're feeling that way by a president and his criminal associates, many of whom are elected office holders and high government officials. DOJ should be investigating this in unconventional ways. Yes, it is and will continue to take too long, but it is happening, in my opinion. You also um, interviewed Jamie Raskin and you just said Jamie Raskin says Trump is guilty of sin and will get his come up comeuppance. And you know, you feel like Jamie Raskin, someone that, 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 you know, you would trust on that. And, and you know what? He gave us that assessment. And it, that was after he has heard from more than 500 witnesses as a member of the House Select Committee. He said guilty is sin. He said he's an unabated crime wave and he will get his comeuppance. Not the word I would have used, kind of an old school word. But when a Jamie Raskin says that after he's been privy to all of the evidence that's being developed by the House Select Committee, we need to take that seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's interesting with Russia in the news. You made a point, too, of saying, reminder, Trump has not yet been held accountable for bribery and extortion of President Zelensky. When exactly does the rebuilding of the rule of law begin asking on behalf of we the people? I know we've asked about the 10 counts of obstruction in the Mueller report. I, and, you know, you just said to be clear, if DOJ fails to prosecute Trump and his corrupt associates for the many crimes, no future politician or high government official will have any reason whatsoever to obey the law. Such a failure will have us have a slouching toward the end of our republic. And that's what I think so many of us believe so passionately that this is, you know, and not about one man. And I would never advocate lawlessness, Steph, but if Trump and company are not held accountable for their obvious crimes, it's not only the future high government officials and elected office holders who will say, I can also do crime with impunity, that's going to seep out into the general public. People are going to yeah. lose all confidence and there's going to be no sort of deterrent value of the law. People are like, well, if they don't yeah. have to follow it, we're gonna, why do I have to follow it? We're going to talk to uh, Jamie Harrison in a couple of minutes. And I know as Frangela has said to us, that's what's going to help turn out people being held accountable. Finally, us feeling like there is not that no one is above the law. Right. That, that, you know, so anyway, and by the way, you said some good news from the attorney general for the District of Columbia about the judge adding Trump org back into the lawsuit on the inaugural committee. So, you know, I as you say, justice may come slowly, but it may come all at once, too. So the, the circle is tightening. Right. And it looks like they're going to cancel the uh, the contract for the Trump Hotel in D.C. Joe Biden said, no, we're going to give over the White House visitors yeah. logs. I mean, it's tightening and tightening and tightening. And you know who's caught right in the middle. Yeah, absolutely. You always leave us with a happy ending on Fridays. We love you, John <laughs> Glenn Kirshner. See you. Love you back, See Steph. you next week.